Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of June 11th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm. With me, as always, Filter Cord. Hey, what's up? Not much, man. What's been going on with you? Uh, yeah, just very pumped. Um, I don't know if I said it live, but um, yeah, I got, I got, uh, I made sure I have all of E3 off, so I'm good to, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I should be able to make every show. I might end up taking one off somewhere in between, uh, but. As far as I'm concerned, I'm pretty sure we're going to do all of them here. Cool. Yeah, um, I'm definitely on for all of them. Uh, have a uh, like a custom little template set up for mm. uh, streaming. Um, the we have the like if you head over to our Twitter at uh, Mammoth Games Inc. It's pinned to the top of the page. You can see the schedule, who's going to be on at what time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's pretty evened out. The only two that we don't have is uh, kicking off. Was it like they call it EA Play? Yeah. And uh, then capping it off with Nintendo. Mm. Um, we don't have anyone for those two. So it'll just be us on those ones. But okay. uh, Nintendo will be short, I feel like, um, an EA Play to kick off. Uh, there's going to be, a, of course, the EA Play, and then there's like uh, probably a good 10 hours of other stuff. Mm. So, you know, there's no... There's going to be plenty of other stuff that I'm sure we'll be talking about um, on other various medias. You can go check all of that out. Uh, I really, really, really recommend you guys head over to uh, facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Not only can you talk about us, talk with us about all the things that are coming up. Talk about uh, us, that's fine. Talk about us, too. Um, talk all that shit. Uh, but yeah, like you can see all the stuff that's leading up uh, the road to E3, um, what we're currently playing, and just talking with us on the daily. It's a good way to uh, um, keep up. And then all the other side little things that happen at E3 that we won't be probably live chatting mm-hmm. um, during, you'll be able to catch there. And as well, follow us on Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc. Like I said, schedule is pinned right to the top. Um, uh, the, the top schedule shows off... Um, all of the time zones, the bottom schedule shows off. I've just highlight just ours, what we're going to be doing. You'll notice the PC gaming show is uh, grayed out. Um, I don't think we're going to be doing that one. And then under that, it has each day um, with X's signifying that that's the person who is on mm-hmm. for that show. Um, we have a few extra people that are kind of just in the, you know, waiting in the wing if we uh, have, um, you know, if they feel like jumping in, basically. Yep. Um, but yeah, and you can also, when we go live, um, not sure if I'm doing my live stream today of Vampire, but mm. we'll see what happens. Uh, but this is kind of an interesting, uh, podcast today. Um, actually plan on it being shorter because we're going to do this. We'll probably release this a bit earlier than Monday, um, recording it on Friday. And, uh. Then we'll do another one. I don't think we'll have... Uh, that's the plan, right? We won't have a podcast on Monday. We'll wait until after E3 wraps on Tuesday. Right, right. To record sometime. Yeah, have it probably come out Wednesday morning. Okay, yeah. So that'll be the plan. Um, things change when E3 comes around. So uh, just to stay up to date, like I said, follow us on those two social medias. Yeah. But cool. Uh, what have you been playing, man? What's going on? Yeah, um, I've actually been kind of digging into more stuff, uh, getting some good, uh, you know, time to myself to play, which, which you know, kind of didn't have in the beginning part of the year, so I kind of felt bad about that, but uh, 
I've been digging into a lot. So um, the biggest things, you know, I've been playing a little bit of Pokemon Go, a little bit of Jurassic World Alive, which we're going to talk about later. But uh, the the main two things I've been playing are uh, Vampire, which again we're going to hit later, and uh, State of Decay, uh, specifically State of Decay Two, on the Xbox. Um, having a lot How of fun. Uh, it's it's very good. Like I know it was super buggy um, multiplayer, so mm-hmm. I haven't done any of that. And luckily, I don't have any friends, anyways. <laughs> um, so it didn't really bug me, but, uh, yeah, the single players, it's a lot more stable. Um, it's just able to do, uh, it's able to handle the game and not have weird, like clip in, clip out. Um, it's not like super buggy or anything and single player. So, um, yeah, I mean, it looks really crisp. Um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah it looks like the type of game I'd really be into. How, uh, how is single player? Is it like, what's the... It's like, um, what are we doing here? Yeah, is, so it's, is, it's is definitely a management story? game. Um, there's this, uh, it, and it, I've heard a lot of, of different reviewers kind of bash the beginning of it, just because mm-hmm. it leads in acting like there's going to be this like custom story. You kind of choose um, how you want to start your game. So there's a couple different ways. You can have like a brother and sister. You can have two strangers. You can have a couple. Um, and they sort of have a bit of, backstory in the very beginning like tutorial sequence and then after that there is no story to be found in the game i mean it kind of sets you up i think that's what we're seeing here on yeah uh, um i I imagine this will be probably either the couple or the strangers or something Mm. um cool and then it kind of sets you up to do uh like just building what you kind of just build up your settlement and just try to it turns into a survival game yeah um, yeah, we, it's like a survival slash um, management sim, sort of. Like, you're, you're keeping the town alive in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have, like, this little settlement, and you're, the main struggle of the game is to kind of keep it going. So, um, it's, uh, it's really interesting. I mean, it, it's, I kind of picked it up with the idea that, like, well, let's just kind of check this out and see how it goes. I'm not really sure if this is going to be my thing, but... I was able to essentially get it for free. Uh, so, you know, I was okay. like, yeah. yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> you can't really fuck up on free, right? So, um, right. yeah, so I grabbed it and everything, and it, it's it's pleasantly surprised me. I, I wasn't really thinking I was going to be super into this, but uh, the survival side of it is a little more light, and the um, kind of, like, city sim is a lot, heavy, a lot stronger. So um, I really like it for that. I mean, do you have to manage, like, uh, food and water intake or anything? You have like to manage that? food and water for your settlement. Your town as, like, a whole. Yeah. Like, you don't have to, like, sit around and eat and drink all the time, which always annoys the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad that that's kind of been sort of written out in this game. Um, other than that, you're, like, managing. You only have a you know a limited number of building plots of additional things you can add to your base or whatever. Um, your base, like, each different base. Like, sometimes... The game kind of, at least my game started out, and it, we found like an unfinished uh, house that was like still under construction, sort of. And we just moved right into that. And, uh, you know, that had like a large number of beds that were ready to use. Um, you know, it had a kitchen built in and everything. It had a lot of storage space because it's this huge place. So. Um, you, do you get to just choose where you want to set up camp? Well, initially, it's part of the tutorial. And then you get to right, choose right. in the future. You can. I haven't gotten the ability to yet. Move so your outpost. Yeah, it might require an item, 
But at a certain point, you can just say, like, this is our new space. We're going to stay here now. Um, I haven't gotten to that yet. And I haven't really I think found that's anywhere what, good enough to move. Yeah. I think that's what they're talking about right now. Is dude's mm-hmm. carrying a huge bag of stuff, and they're talking about base potential. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're going out and retrieving all resources, um, bringing them back to your base, You know, trying to set up. You can set up little outposts, which is sort of... I'm not really 100% sure how that's managed yet, but they just give you little bonuses. Um, kind of you know, what you'd expect. It is things like this that make me want to grab an Xbox, you know? Uh, um, and depending on, like, I, I have some theories on what's hap- what's going to happen here at E3. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the one thing I believe is going to happen yeah, it confirms it, you know, it's confirmed to be true, mm-hmm. um, it might be the reason that I finally pull the trigger and grab one. Um, I've definitely enjoyed my Xbox. Um you know, anytime I'm getting something multiplayer, if it's not Xbox exclusive, so like Sea of Thieves, <laughs> um, sure. anytime I'm getting multiplayer, I always get PS4 just because all my friends have a PS4, whereas I only have a couple friends with an Xbox, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, uh, I like the Xbox a lot. I like the beefier controller. Um, just to be able to like spread your hands out more. Um, yeah. You know, I like the integration with kind of PC gaming. Um, but, you know. I, and on a side note, um, you know, if you you know, in the future, if you're looking for a uh, uh, new PS4 controller, I hear they have an elite style controller coming out. Uh, okay, kind of like we a didn't, we didn't talk, yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about it, but it has the yeah. uh, uh, inverted sticks. You know, it's not on the docket today, but I yeah. saw it has the inverted sticks and um, has the beefier uh, control setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also I was looking, um, I found a site called uh, I think it was Controller Chaos. Okay. Allows you to build your own custom controller for whatever system or PC. Um, you can get like nameplates, custom like faceplates. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it, it looked really, uh-huh. um, it looked really good. That's pretty cool. Side note. Yeah. All right. <laughs> cool. Uh, that one looks definitely good. Um, and then you said you're playing uh, Vampire. Hell yes. Is that how we've uh, settled on referring to it, Vampire? Yeah, that's how I've been saying it, just because yeah. that's kind of how it's... Uh, I, when I look at it, that's how my mouth wants to say That's it. how I want to say it. Everybody, a, a lot of like um, game reviewers and stuff, I've been hearing them say Vampire. I, I See, and I don't think that's right, because uh, yeah. why would you just name your game Vampire? I don't know. That's really on the nose, I think. I agree. <laughs> so that's uh, weird yeah but, but cool yeah Thoughts? whatever um, it is it's a cool game definitely um definitely it's very much a um a look at how these guys uh made their like original game remember mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. It, it reminds me a lot more of remember me with uh, a lot of shades of life is strange yeah so it's kind of like they've taken the best of both worlds um, and and kind of kind of married them. There, there's still things they definitely need to work on. I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, yeah, there's the uh, the combat is definitely a spot where it needs I don't, it needs something. I don't know what yet. That is probably the biggest um, the biggest letdown for the yeah. game, uh, and it's the reason I would give it you know the score I would give it. Mm. It you know a reason it wouldn't be. Like a good eight, like a, if I was playing this game and the combat was better, I'd be like, yeah, this game's a solid like eight. 
Right. Like maybe a mid eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but it loses it for me. It loses a lot of like points on. Uh, I mean, when you're playing a game, usually any sort of modern combat combat game, you, you can press you know your attack button. Mm-hmm. And then they have like maybe a light attack and a heavy attack, or if you press the if you like press and then watch the on screen animation and press again at the right time, you can do like a different type of thing, kind of like combo it. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, so far there is no sort of combo. It's just jam the attack button as much as you can. Right. Yeah. Um, and then they have your uh, offhand is tr- uh, you know playing on PlayStation. Square is your main hand. Triangle is your offhand. Um, and there's no variation. You can't like square, square, triangle to do something cool. Uh, it's, you know, it's all cut and dry. When you press the button, it does the attack. So Mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's kind of lacking. Um, but that, you know, with that being said, look at what they're doing with, uh, their storytelling. Yeah. The storytelling is phenomenal. It's so good. And it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, you're living at a, your, your character is quote living at a, a really, really interesting time. Um, you know, the Spanish flu is just wreaking havoc on London. Yeah. And, you know, it seems more than that. Um, and, you know, the, the punchline is your character is a doctor. He's, um, you know, he, he's a doctor. Some things happen. Uh, he ends up he ends up a, va- uh, a vampire, mm-hmm. um, but he doesn't know why or how or you know what the deal is. He's trying to figure it out, um, and uh, you and, and you basically end up at this hospital trying to conduct research on you know what happened to you, mm-hmm. what's happening to London, and what you can do to fix or not fix it. Right, um, and. and I mean, it's it's great. I love the way that you interact with people, uh, but it does suffer uh, when when you talk to people. It's like you have all of this time to talk to these people, and then the only time that matters is like right at the end of that small timeline for a small sliver. They'll ask you like a ton of questions, mm-hmm. and you know, depending on how you answer, determines you know what happens to that area. Right. Um, personally, I feel like I messed up an area. It's really actually like bothering me yes. as I'm playing through the game, uh, and if you know if you try to level up, you you lose. Uh, I mean, you can lose people just by you know furthering your character mm-hmm. um, w- without even making the choice of sacrificing that character or not. Um, yeah. So I mean, you can not meet people and they can just die, and then that's the end of that. That whole storyline's cut for you. Yep. So, Which I mean, is, that's a bit rough, but it gives you reason to go back and play again. Right. Like, I'm definitely, um, like, right now, I'm uh, kind of your, I don't, I can't, it's hard to say, because I'm, like, I'm really early in my playthrough, and um, it's also kind of has the thing, like, I don't know how honest the developers being, like, um, what game was it where they said if you died, oh, it was uh, Hellblade, uh, if you died enough times, then... They'll like release your save or whatever. Uh huh. Um, like I don't know if with, whether this is something to really believe, but the developers have said that the game um, becomes harder. The uh, well, it becomes easier the more people you kill because you're you're able to level up a lot faster. Right. Right. And and I can see that being true. Like I, right now, I'm trying to play through and not. I haven't drained anybody. 
other than what the game forces you to, pretty much. Yeah, I've um, yeah, I've, I haven't chose anyone to last Munch last on. stream. I was going to I was going to drain someone, hmm. um, but it's really weird. It, it, you feel really weird trying to pull the trigger on it. Yeah, I know. It like I hate it. I can't I mean, tell even, if it's uh, if it's gonna like. I mean, if you feed on somebody, does it remove them from the game? It does. Like they're and they die. They they're dead. Because yeah. I'm just trying to like fool around with some people, you know what I mean? Just some over the close stuff. Exactly. Just trying to see what you know what what's happening. What yeah. you know, what's going on? What do you got happening over there? Um but I mean there was obviously uh the one character, they mm. set you up as soon as you get to this hospital. And they're like, are you going to do this or are you not going to do this? Are you going to take out this guy yeah. or are you going to leave him go? You know I didn't and, do that. And, I, yeah, I didn't either. And then I looked at the trophy because you get a trophy for doing it and then one for not doing it. Mm -hmm. um, and most people didn't do it. 99% of people didn't probably. Well, it, it was <clears throat> it was like like 53% did it. Wow. I can't believe so it. So it was rather it was rather close. Um, huh. But... I mean, I he and I'm still on the fence about that guy. Just going mm -hmm. back, like I've done everything for him, right? Like all the side story stuff, and I can get the maximum amount of experience out of him. But I don't want to do it because the character is linked to something. And when I mm -hmm. hear him talk, I'm like, he could be something later that could really help out. Right, right. And there's like, and if I, I don't know, and like, if I kill him, it's done. You know? Yeah, I can yeah. see a lot of potential, like some, like, really cool space that I don't know if this game is capable of going. Um, right. Like, basically, I need Vampire 2 now. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, there's, like, uh, it's got some, like, extremely promising stuff. Um, like, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, like, individual characters that I'm like, I cannot lose this person. Because I know there's going to be something crazy and cool later. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I mean, like, I got to the first, there's, like, a first, like, impasse that you get to. And things happen so fast. Mm -hmm. And by the time I was done, I was, like, looking around, like, what? Wait, hold on. You know what I mean? You're, like, I, hold on, I needed to think. Right. And you just, you could have taken the time to think, but you're just kind of reacting. Mm -hmm. And by the time I was done, I was, like, I don't really know exactly what happened there. Right. Like, I followed all of it. I, I know what happened, but I don't know what happened. I can't figure out what, and, and yeah, it was just like a whole thing. Uh, and then I was really just like, man, I, I, I want to go back and fix that. But you got to live with what, you know, you chose. Um, so, but yeah, all in all, uh, I, I'm really enjoying it. I think I'm like four or five streams in now. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'll do one. I might do one later tonight. Hmm. I might start one at like nine or something, um, depending. Uh, so you know, you can always join me over uh, Twitch.tv backslash The Real Night Swarm, um, <clears throat> and uh, you know, check it out, see, see for yourself. I've been doing a lot of side stuff mm -hmm. because a lot of the characters have this like side, like different side missions. You know, you're trying to figure out like hints and stuff about uh, right, like key characters and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely something I'm looking forward to spending a lot more time in. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, we have we have E3, and usually E3 isn't flush with 
brand new games coming out like mm-hmm. during that time. You know, we're talking about games. We're not getting games. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, I, th- I think we have um, that to look forward to. With one exception uh, of Rumble that I hear about, a game that could be releasing at the end of January. Hmm. Um, you know, we're not actually even talking about that. Yeah. Maybe we could just talk about some E3 stuff, like, at the end or something. Good. Huh. I don't know. <clears throat> but we'll move on. Uh, of course, like we've been talking about, I've been playing uh, Vampire as well. Um, and enjoying it. Um, but we've talked enough about that as well. Been playing Conan Exiles still. Um, currently been doing a lot of base building in that. Okay. Figured out that uh, you can actually craft this uh, hammer. It looks like fucking Thor's hammer. And mm-hmm. um, you can check the like stability of each built piece because it works in like uh, like a perfect square grid. Okay. So. If you connect the foundation to a ground, it's 100% stable. Nice. But if you put a floor piece out from that 100%, it drops by 20% stability. Damn. So if you keep going out, you can end up at a spot where it's not stable at all. And mm-hmm. you just can't it can't support a floor. <clears throat> and we have that in our base that I'm trying to build up. And uh, I, I think I finally figured out what the problem was and uh, kind of solving that, that problem. Mm-hmm. Um so that's what I've been up to. <clears throat> we also just got a uh, fast travel. We're learning more about the game. You can just beat the game. Um, yeah. It's not just a, a you know a never ending uh, a never ending piece. You can um, solve a major problem mm-hmm. and then leave the these like savage lands. Yeah. So you know, kind of cool. Something that I'm looking forward to. Um, I, I wasn't something I was like, oh, I, you know, I can I can beat this game fully. Um, and even looking at it trophy-wise, uh, I'm well over, I'm like 68% complete mm-hmm. with the game. Damn. So that's that's interesting. Huh. So that's been fun, been playing that with Pasty Pasta Man, who's going to actually be joining us for some of our E3 presentations. Right. Um, and then the other thing that I know we've both been playing a bit, uh, Jurassic World Alive right. uh, for mobile. Yeah. Um, been playing Pokemon Go as well, mm-hmm. but the thing that really draws me in with um, Jurassic uh, is you can battle. You can the battles take, really good. Yeah, you can take you know your dinosaurs. Not only when you catch more of that same dinosaur, you can level it up, mm-hmm. and it can become stronger, yep. which is insanely important to me. Um, but then you can take it and you can battle other people, um, get drops, and then those drops you can like basically uh kind of like harvest for mm-hmm. like resources and stuff right um yeah i got some pretty good stuff today actually while i was out and about um and the other thing that i think really sets it apart from like pokemon go mm-hmm. is like how many drops there are yeah like i can log into um pokey i can log into pokemon go and I would have to go, like, kind of far away mm-hmm. to get a gym. Whereas I can almost, I can take my dog on a small walk around my community and get uh, potentially four mm-hmm. different supply drops in Jurassic. And then not only that, every time I log on, there's always a dinosaur. There's always one, like, right here. Right. Yeah, it usually um, spawns one next to you if you log on after you haven't been on for a few hours. Um, right. There's definitely a lot more stops. It's actually like 
it created a new stop across the street from my house because I've been logging in enough. Nice. Which yeah, is that's like, cool. It, like, it definitely was not there uh, even like earlier this week. And it showed up on like Wednesday. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, that'd be really cool if they, uh, you know, they kind of noticed that, like, oh, there's, you know, a small user base here. Let's put, mm-hmm. you know, this, you know, person, you know, has potentially been logging in right. every day and doing stuff. Yeah, that, that's cool. Um, but it's a good game. It's a free game. Um, you know, that you, you can pay for it. I think they have a, uh, a subscription that mm-hmm. you can even buy. Like, it's like a VIP for like 10 bucks a month. Right. Um, that hooks you up with not only an, an enhanced range, so you can uh, grab dinosaur from further away and stops from further away Mm -hmm. but uh you also get a um, i think it's like an epic level uh like incubator um they have exclusive supply drops uh, exclusive in-store offers um oh yeah enhanced batteries which is your range which is 33 Mm percent and then drone duration for 33 percent longer when you are trying to trank yeah Yeah, that's Um, that's pretty big uh, so, I mean, but you don't have to get any of that. I've been enjoying mm-hmm. it, uh, without it. So, yeah. uh, if you like Pokemon Go, go check this out. This doesn't mean stop playing Pokemon Go, because, you know, we are going to be having a, uh, Pokemon game coming up here very soon yeah. if you're rocking the Switch. Right. Um, so, you know, just a fun alternative for yeah. now. And Pokemon Go also did just have the, uh, Water Festival start up again, so it's a lot easier to catch water types. Yeah, and, uh, I think the big one that they've increased the shiny rate on is uh shelter oh okay right. yeah so if you see shelters uh like at least click on all of them mm-hmm. uh you might pull a shiny out of it yeah cool cool uh we've already knocked out uh playstation plus games with gold um twitch prime stuff mm-hmm. for the month uh so let's just jump into the games releasing uh these are the games releasing between e3 june 11th and 17th yep um so we will go ahead and jump in. Uh, first game's releasing on June 12th. I'll let you go ahead and uh, lead the way. I know you're more excited right. for this. Yes, one. I'm a big fan. Um, so this is coming from, uh, yeah, on June 12th, coming from Frontier Developments, which, uh, you know, they kind of got their fame working on um, the uh, Roller Coaster Tycoons. Um, they made their own Roller Coaster Tycoon, which was Planet Coaster. Mm-hmm. Very good. And then... Um, yeah, now they're making uh, Jurassic World Evolution. So this is coming out uh, on the 12th on Steam, uh, I guess like PC copies. And then shortly thereafter, probably within the next month or two, it'll be coming out on consoles as well. Um, basically, this is, uh, like if anybody remembers Zoo Tycoon with uh, like the dinosaur expansion, um, this is that, but it's literally Jurassic Park. It's, you know, licensed. Um should be some really cool, uh, some really cool stuff. Most important bit. Yes. Cool. The whole thing is, uh, was it narrated by Jeff Goldblum? Oh yes, it's the Jeff Goldblum is like your um, like in-game assistant basically. So That's he's cool. he's the one that says everything. <clears throat> it kind of is filtered through him. Which, I mean, what more can you ask for, really? Yeah, I mean, this kind of has. Um, it looks like a little bit of everything. Uh, oh yeah. Like I. I really liked what I saw of, like, uh, the building aspect. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Um, so, yeah, you know, I can't wait to hear or see more of this game. Um, 
I feel like my dock is pretty full with all of the games that I have. Uh, I feel definitely busy enough, but I plan on checking yeah. this one out in the future. I definitely sure. feel that. <laughs> nice. Cool. Uh, chugging right along as well, releasing on June 12th, uh, Moss for PS4, PlayStation VR. Uh-huh. Um, and this is the... Um, Polyarch. Yeah, the physical copy. Um, okay. So Moss has been out for, yeah. I don't know, a couple months maybe. Um, so they're releasing a physical copy. And then also just last week, as uh, one of the only things we missed, um, Moss came out on Steam for the Vive and for the uh, VR, uh, the uh, Oculus. Oculus. VR. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you haven't checked out Moss, uh, it's a uh, kind of like an interesting... Uh, First or a blend of third, first and third person mm-hmm. uh, puzzle solving game where you play a small mouse. Um, yeah, you're sort is, of like it, a. It, is is his his name's not Moss, right? His name's like Quill or something. Uh, yeah, right? his name's Quill. Okay, yeah. Um, you're sort of like a god being that is just sort of like just floating up above him, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and you just kind of help guide him through stuff. And then sometimes you're like taking direct control, I guess. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I see. Um, but yeah, it's, it seems really cool. I mean, new kind of, you know, Peter Molyneux and God game sort of. Yeah. I mean, everything that I've heard about this game, it's like incredible. Like people mm-hmm. are just loving the way that this game plays. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, comparing, you know, it's kind of like a, uh, like, this is the reason to get a VR. Yeah, that's what I've heard. PlayStation VR or something like Mm -hmm. that. This is kind of the go-to. So, I mean, yeah, it has been out a little bit elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you were waiting for that physical copy, uh, so, you know, if you're not sure, you can at least get maybe something back on it. Um, Yeah. Now's your chance. Go grab that. June 12th. Yeah. Um, also coming out on June 12th, uh, we got Super Bomberman R coming out on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, I believe this is already out on Switch, right? Um, yes, I think we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Right. Uh, yeah, so, you know, more of that, uh, kind of multiplayer Bomberman experience. Uh, it's kind of got like a, I definitely like the art style. Um, it's like... Sort of, I mean, it's definitely, like, more chibi. Um, it's got, like, the anime-ish cutscenes, and there's these cool, like, boss fight levels. Um, yeah, Bomberman has really changed. Uh, yeah. Gameplay is very well the same, but the way that the game, um, the way that you, like, look in the game, mm-hmm. and the way that they've advanced their, like, art style, right. while it still looks very similar, um, it, it has changed um, a lot going into the 3D, mm-hmm. um, you know, the 3D realm. Um, and tons of special characters. I thought I just saw one that looked like a um, Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. Yeah. Uh, we just saw Ratchet yep. um, as a PlayStation exclusive. Uh, I see Pac-Man in there. Of course, tons of different yep. actual bomber, Bomberman and Bomber... Women. Bombers men. Yeah, so... Uh, Nita, if you're really cool to check out. Yeah. yeah, if you're really into that, for sure. Yeah, I can't remember if this... I'm trying to remember if we talked about this before. Yeah, I believe it came out on Switch. Um, 
I think it's out on Switch already. Or if not, it's coming to Switch. Okay. I know we had one of these as a uh, as like a free game or something like that on PlayStation. Hmm. Or somewhere recently. Uh, a previous Bomberman, I think. Or something yeah, yeah. that was like Bomberman. Alright. Cool. And next up as well, releasing on June 12th, we have uh, Tempest Excellent. 4... Applause. Thousand. Yeah, sorry. It's like it's like all it was all like spun around and you nailed it. That was weird. Um, uh, but Temptus, uh, Temptus four thousand coming for PlayStation Four, mm-hmm. Xbox One from Atari. Uh, it is a a, a classic shoot 'em up style video game from Lamasoft and uh, published by Atari, of course. Um, I'm not even sure what I would compare this to. Uh, yeah, it has a really um, weird like '80s retro classic vibe. Yeah, but like it's such a weird, like everything about it is is bizarre. It's like it, really hard to define. It's like creating strange planes to play on. It's sort of like a first person lineup. Um, it's yeah, kind of, it's almost kind of like a rhythm game, like coming down towards you on rails. But the game's like creating the rails kind of spontaneously. Um, seems and really you're cool. just trying to like eliminate targets that are working their way up the rails. Toward you, mm. it looks like. Um, yeah. Man. Uh, looking up a little bit about it, it says player takes, uh, players take a control of the claw, a spacecraft that can shoot enemies and obstructions. Um, levels take mm-hmm. place on geometric prisms. Let me read that. Um, yeah. And the goal of the game is just survive each level by eliminating enemies as soon as possible to achieve high scores for leaderboard positions. Um, so definitely not my thing, but I can see how people, you know, might be into it. Mm-hmm. Not my jam, though. Not my jam. No. Not my idea. Cool. And we'll go ahead and graze over this next one just because it is a repeat. Yep. From last week, right? Um, it is came to, uh, I think it was like everything else. I think it was PlayStation and Xbox last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but now Yonder, uh, the Cloud Catcher Chronicle, is coming to the Switch. Um, it was the one we were talking about, it was either last week or the week before, uh, where it's kind of like a low-poly, uh, like Breath of the Wild-looking right. game, um, yeah. where you have tons of different things that you can go and do uh, activity-wise. You know, build your... Build, you can kind of looks like build a community, you can go fishing, you can go exploring, dungeon crawling um, in this open world where you're trying to, um, I think, get rid of um, kind of like a like, like there's like an ominous uh, like thing hanging over this land mm-hmm. that you're trying to eliminate. Okay, um, so we talked about it. if you want to hear more about it, go ahead and check out uh. Like maybe our last week's or maybe the week before uh, um, podcast. That's the word I'm looking for. Blastcast. Blastcast. Um, right. So yeah, that rounds out everything coming out on the 12th. Um, on the 15th, this is the uh, kind of last straggler for the week. Um, Lego The Incredibles is coming out for PC, Switch, PS4, Xboner. So uh, when is The Incredibles time? movie coming out? 15th. The 15th, all right. So this would probably include the whole, you know, I guess the story for one as well as two, potentially. 
Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what this is encapsulating. Okay. Um, it was something to check out, but I mean, it is a Lego game, so I imagine they, they can do a lot with a Lego game. So mm-hmm. I imagine um, it'll be some of the stuff you'll see stuff from one and two. Yeah, there's the enemy from uh, one. Okay. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Cool. Um, and. We did miss one this week, like we mentioned. We mentioned Moss coming. You know, we missed it on the Vive and Oculus. Right. Uh, but if there is anything else we missed, drop us a line on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. Um, and uh, we'll try to make sure we drop that into next week's um, next week's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I look at this and like the Lego games remind me of like Grim because Grim plays a lot of Lego games. But he's but... done playing Lego games. He says now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so so I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, Cool. We'll go ahead and... um, uh, We do have one freebie. Um, If you head over to live.playstation.com, right now you can do a a quest. Um, Basically, you can watch these uh, quick videos. You can watch a video for uh, some things that we're talking about here later. Uh, Tetris Effect, Days Gone, and Twin Mirror. Um, if you watch all three of those and then come back uh, on the 9th and the 10th and watch the two others leading up to their E3 press conference, you can grab a code for the Symbol in the Stars dynamic theme for your PlayStation, which I imagine looks a lot like this background, uh, kind of like a purple and blue um, star field uh, with, um, it looks like um, like the landscape of like California. Mm-hmm. Um and then in the stars, you can kind of see the triangle, circle, X, and square for Sony. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they usually release a, a pretty good dynamic theme for free every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, one year, with, like during the 20th anniversary, they release a really good 20th anniversary one. Um, so it could be a, you know, could be time to update. And uh, this could be a good one to update to because it looks cool. Cool. All right. Cool. Uh, we'll go ahead and hop right into the weekly news. Um, first up, we did have another one up here that was in, uh, in first place, but then I was like, uh, no, no, I'll go ahead and check this one in front of it, I guess. Okay. Um, I, I don't know why I should have probably uh, thrown it in the middle there. Um, yeah, no problem with that. But Red Dead Redemption 2 started talking about its uh, different additions for purchase mm-hmm. uh, when the game does finally come out on October 26th. Um, it is looking super solid. I'm, I'm oh, so yeah. excited for this game. Um, and their collector's edition, one thing makes me question it, but you know, mm-hmm. I already know what I'm going to go with, so it's not really like a big deal. Right. Um, we're looking at this on uh, PlayStation.com um, because I knew they had it all in one place. If you pre-order through them, and I've looked around, you can also... Uh, it, it, it's the same elsewhere. Uh, but if you do pre-order, you can get the War Horse and the Outlaw Survival Kit. Um, mm-hmm. Digital pre-orders only will also get you a uh, cash bonus for Red Dead Redemption 2 Story Mode. Um, and then, uh, as well, if you pre-order before July 31st, you can get a treasure map uh, mm-hmm. for the Story Mode. That's pretty um, cool. They're doing a lot with treasure maps. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Um, in addition to this, some of the additions, uh, if you get, you know, um, you know, some of the places, uh, depending on what you get, you can also get a bonus in GTA cash, mm-hmm. uh, half a mil to spend immediately in Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah. That's so 
they have the standard edition, which just comes with the game and the stuff if you pre-order it. Uh, if you get the special edition, which I believe the special edition was uh, $79.99. Mm-hmm. Um, comes with a physical exclusive world map uh, slash treasure map that will mark different things, I believe, uh, in the world. Um, as well, um, you get the special slip cover, which is a just a dust cover for your plastic game case, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the exclusive content that you get is the bank robbery uh, mission and gang hideout, uh, the dappleback thoroughbred, um, it looks like some gunslinger outfits, talismans, and medallion gameplay bonus, uh, gameplay boost, cash, and discounts, mm-hmm. and three weapons for free at the gunsmith. Um, so all that extra stuff if you like using that in the beginning of the game. Uh, as well, if you pick up the Ultimate Edition, it comes with all of that, plus uh, bonus outfit uh, and free Survivor Camp theme, rank bonuses, black chestnut thoroughbred, and free access to more additional weapons mm-hmm. uh, at the Gunsmith. And it comes with an exclusive red and black, uh, kind of like almost stonewashed-looking steel bookcase. Yeah. Um, and then cool. the last thing that they have that makes me go... What? Oh, that one I think is 99, actually. Right. Um, but the last thing that makes me go, what? Um, is they're releasing a collector's box, which does not come with the game. Um, but you will get a treasure map, uh, Wheeler, Rawson, and Co. catalog, pin set, playing cards, a collectible challenge coin, six shooter bandana, uh, 12 cigarette cards, a double side puzzle, all inside of uh, a metal box with lock and key that has a Red Dead Redemption 2 thing on it. Again, does not come with the game. This is uh, $99. Um, so if you're a huge fan, um, you're going to be spending $200 on uh, Red Dead Redemption to get yeah. the collector's box and the Ultimate Edition game. Um, but no matter what game version you get, you know, aside from the collector's box, because it doesn't freaking come with the game, mm-hmm. um, you're going to get a fantastic title. Yeah. I, I mean, there's no way, like, their, their pedigree is just too much. I, I, it's just, it, like, impossible for this game to not be good. Mm-hmm. I would be blown away if there was if it even got under a nine point five. Yeah, like anywhere. It's I mean it's it's already looking amazing. Um, I mean you have to consider that GTA Five was like one of the top selling games every month for like four or five, six, seven, eight years. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like it's really tough to even compete. Uh, it really is. The, I mean, these guys, I mean, they they do, like, I've been saying it for a really long time, but they live by their own, like, they live by their own ways. Like, mm-hmm. they don't, like, we're going to go and we're going to watch hours and hours and hours of E3. And we're not going to see these guys probably at all. Uh-huh. If we do see them at all, it'll just be a thing on Sony's stage. Mm-hmm. And, and and that'll be it. But there will be no one like out there representing these guys because they just you know they don't they don't get in on the hype. Right. And I and it always makes me wonder why they do that. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that makes their pedigree, uh, you know, of game. You know, it's like they. It's kind of like someone who's like, no, I you know I I do this style of art, and then someone's like, oh, have you seen this? Mm-hmm. And you're, you know, that person's like, you know, they're really good at their style of art, and then they're like, 
you know, yeah, I saw it, but I really don't like look at other people's art. Yeah. You know, because they're so focused on what they're doing. And I feel like that these guys are very much the same. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, and we did have someone ask, does the collect- collector's box doesn't even come with a game? No, it doesn't. Um, so it's, you know, um, it's weird. Buyer, be- buyer beware. It says right there at the bottom, does not include the game sold separately. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, Rockstar so, doesn't I mean, have to sell games anymore to make money. Come on. Yeah, yeah they're going to... Uh, man, I, I don't know. They're going to make all their money on this back, like, basically pre-order-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be a fantastic game. Like, I don't... There's no... Uh, I don't think there's any way around that. I, 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 I'm super excited for this, so... Yeah. Um, I know you were saying that this was, like, game of the year. It's probably going to be game of the year for the next couple of years. I mean, like, it's one of those things where um, I was just talking with somebody about this. I can't remember uh, who I was talking to, but um, where it's like every once in a while something comes along and just, like, changes how you think of, like, games. Um, yeah. Oh, I was talking to one of my buddies at work. He was talking about uh, God of War, where it's like, yeah. oh, this is an action game. And, like, Red Dead is like, oh, this is like a, I don't know, this is a shooter. It's, um... I don't know. It's 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 uh like GTA Five I mean, really changed the game, but like, like Red Dead Two is just going to be like the the proof, you know, the whipped cream on top. That's like, okay, not only did we nail it, but we're just going to nail it every time. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, they really excel in creating, you know, taking Grand Theft Auto Online out of the exchange. Mm. Um, <clears throat> it's like they they specialize, I feel like, in making wife style games. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're all action lifestyle games, but in Grand Theft Auto V, you're living the life of these three characters who live very different from one another, mm-hmm. but they all live in the same place. Yeah. In in Red Dead Redemption Two, you're going to be living your you know it, it, your Wild West life. Like these guys are basically creating Westworld. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean... Like you you can you can live like you know however you want to live and. I mean, this game isn't going to be, uh, you know, super all fast-paced. You know, I'm robbing banks and, you know, overthrowing these guys all the time and raiding. Um, I mean, there'll be times where you're just like, you know, I think you're just going to go out and, like, maybe hunt a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and if this is anything like the last one, you know, you have to track stuff and find out where, you know, things are located. And um, I don't know. It's like even the little things are exciting. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's um it's gonna be really fun. I don't think we'll hear anything about this at E three. Um, but you know, this is pretty much all the news that you're gonna really need to know about it until they come out with a new uh um until they come out with a new trailer. Mm-hmm. Which I imagine they'll probably have one new trailer uh right before release. These guys are usually kinda quiet. Right. Um on building hype. <laughs> so they they kinda let it but it happened. We've actually um, seen more of Red Dead 2 at this point uh, than most Rockstar games ahead of release, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, Grand Theft Auto 5 did a decent amount. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, showing up. I mean, but they had three star characters. Um, I mean, this one has a single character. Yeah. Which is kind of a weird change of pace. I wonder how that's going to Well, work. I mean, we'll see how that goes. I think they're going to have... Uh, about halfway through, I think he's going to be killed off, and we're going to be playing somebody else. That's my theory. 
Okay. Cool. Yeah, I have no idea. I, you know, I treated this a lot like we talked about uh, Vampire earlier in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, I've watched, um, I think two of the trailers now. I don't know how many are out. Yeah. Um, but I've avoided everything else, like, like game wise. Like I haven't looked into like any of the makings or anything like that that I would normally, mm-hmm. uh, that I would like jump into. Um, yeah. Just because you know the surprise, it's it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and then we'll go ahead and move into what you had up next. Yeah. Um, so we, at first I thought this was a game, um, uh-huh. but it turned out it's a show. So why not? That's cool. Too. Um, HBO has gone ahead and ordered a Game of Thrones prequel pilot episode. Um, so basically the details on that, um, you know, they, they want a, uh, uh, they're going to have writer uh, Jane Goldman, who's worked on uh, Kingsman, X-Men, First Class, Kick-Ass, so that's very good. Uh, that's very good, yeah. George R.R. R. Martin's working on it, because why would he just write his fucking book that I've been waiting for for 10 years? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, they say it's taking place thousands of years before the events of Game of Thrones. I don't even know what that looks like. Um, so they, they want to go huh. from the what they're calling the Golden Age of Heroes into its darkest hour. Um, the horrifying secrets of Westeros' history to the true origin of the White Walkers, the mysteries of the East, and the original Starks of legend. It's not the story we think we know. Uh, so that sounds pretty ballin'. Um, so according to uh, Martin's books, the Age of Heroes began 10,000 years before the events in Game of Thrones. Um, so some of the original people, like the, uh, the founder of House Stark... Um, who also oversaw construction of the wall. Um, mm-hmm. Lan the Cleaver, who helped found House Lannister, is going to be in there. Um, this era ended up leading into the Long Night, which is the winter that lasted a full generation. And, the, you know, the original battles against the White Walkers. Um, so there could be some really cool shit. Uh, it'll be the possibly the first time that HBO... Uh, makes a successor, like a follow-up series to a, an, another show that's not just the second season. Um, okay. Yeah, so there's like a lot of uh, major potential here. And basically, I feel like they just don't think that uh, there's going to be that final book coming out anytime soon, sort of. Like, they're <laughs> like, let's go do another <laughs> spinoff thing. Um. You know, rather than, like... I think they've said that the Game of Thrones show, these final two seasons, are not what the final book is going to be. They're just doing their own thing. Because um, they didn't want to spoil the you know the book series. Sure. So... Um, um, and at the end it says in December, it was announced that uh, Goldman would write the script for Disney's upcoming live action of The Little Mermaid. You. Not everything has to be live action, you know? Not everything does, no. Mm. Except Ninja Turtles. That has to be live action. Yeah, absolutely. And it, I have to see a dude's eyeballs in that turtle's mouth. Yeah. Or it's not uh, real to me. Beautiful. <laughs> That's how you write. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, chugging right along, getting back to video game news. Uh, <laughs> I think it was... Was it Steam or was it Amazon? Um, it was Steam. Yeah, Steam. Leaked, <laughs> leaked a pop-up advertisement on their Damn. store. It's brutal. For Just Cause 4. It said pre-purchase now. Right in the dick. You know what I mean? That's a spicy <sighs> like, kick in the balls, isn't it? 
Yeah. It just... Uh, man, that, that sucks so much because these guys had just, the, I think the same day, uh-huh. announced another game that they're um, that they're working on, just ahead of E3. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing Just Cause 4, which isn't a... Isn't a surprise. I was really hoping that they would go a different route, yeah. but I mean, they are going a different route. Um, like I was hoping that they would leave Just Cause behind for a little bit mm-hmm. because you know it's it's fun, but I feel like three just came out and it didn't hit the way it should have. Yeah. Uh, but these guys uh, that make Just Cause Avalanche, they've teamed with uh, Bethesda and ID for Rage Two as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we have another game that we're going to be looking at. Uh, actually here in, uh, now, we can look at it now. Um, <laughs> I didn't see that it was next. Yep. Uh, Generation Zero was also announced, um, by Avalanche. Um, so it's a, uh, it's a co-op first person shooter, uh, set in an alternate history, 1980s Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um, you take the role of, uh, one local fighting against an invasion of machines mm-hmm. in the rural Swedish countryside. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's it's really cool looking game. Um, during the during the trailer, you see tons of uh, like countryside in Sweden. Then you see robots running through that quiet countryside, uh-huh. and then uh, several people with weapons um, defending their home against them. So this looks kind of like a uh, like I, I don't know exactly what this is going to be, but it feels like a uh, like a survive the wave. I'm sure they'll have several different modes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the bigger things that they said that they're, you know, working to render within their uh, engine, the apex engine um, is uh, the full day and night cycle with dynamic weather, uh, simulated ballistics, uh, complex AIs, and a rad 80s soundtrack, which is uh, pretty cool. Um, but the trailer did show, a bit of gameplay, like when they were fiddling around with grenades mm-hmm. um, and aiming, you can kind of see it. I think I've highlighted it there pretty well. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's obviously already um, good to go. This Their engine's nothing to, uh, like, scoff at, you know. Mm-hmm. They've been making uh, great games with the Apex engine for a little bit now. So, yeah. uh, And this is, I mean, we've said it before. Um, it is kind of a type of game that's really missing from mm-hmm. like video games, you know, that four player cooperative, um, you know, helping your friend shooter kind of like yeah. Left for dead. I yeah. mean, we have a few of them out there, but um, they've sort of died down, know, which is like really weird to me. Cause it's me as being somebody who's really into single player games. It's one of the only multiplayer games I really get into. Like I love left for dead. Right. Um, I mean, so, even recently we played that right. quite a few times. Yeah. So it's weird that that's kind of gone away because I think it's such a solid format. Agreed. Yeah, I can't wait to see um, some more of it. There's a couple of I, these I, coming. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I know there are a few. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. That was but... it like Strange Crusade or Strange Brigade or something like that. Oh yeah, there's um, Strange Brigade. Yeah, they there's, just had an update. Uh, GTFO, there's a, yeah. an overkill game that we'll be talking about and watching a little bit more mm-hmm. here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. So there are quite a few. Um, damn it, though, that overkill game. Yeah, that, that overkill uh, Walking Dead's looking amazing. Yeah, 
we'll talk about that here in a second. Yep. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, chug right along to the next thing that you had here. Sure. So uh, continuing on movie, uh, I guess TV sort of news. Um, so probably everybody knows Bad Robot. Uh, that's J.J. Abrams' production company. You know, it's lately been doing like Westworld, Mid Cloverfield, Star Wars: Force Awakens, um, the original like Lost. Basically everything JJ's worked on. Um, mm-hmm. So they, I think it was announced in the past they were expanding to a games label. I, I seem to recall mentioning it. Um, yeah, I think we talked about it once. Right. Well, guess what? They went ahead and made a partnership with Tencent just to start off, like, right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and do I that. Mean, might as well start strong, right? Right. Um, so, I mean, they have, they're partnered with everyone else, so. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah, so in the past... Um, Bad Robot has worked on some game projects with Epic Games, Chair, uh, which Chair is the company that made, like, um, uh, Shadow Complex. Um, Okay. They're a part of Epic Games for the most part. (coughs) And then they also worked with uh, Tencent on a game called Spy Jinx in 2015. Um, So, yeah, uh, J.J. Abrams went ahead and said, quote, I'm a massive games fan, uh, increasingly envious of the amazing tools developers get to work with, the worlds they get to play in. Now we're doubling down on our commitment in the space with a unique co-development approach to make games that allows us to focus on what we do best, hopefully be a meaningful multiplier to our developer partners. Um, hmm. So yeah, they say in the bottom of the thing here, Tencent is best known for their ownership of Riot Games, which makes League of Legends, but really, I mean, they just own everybody. Uh, yeah. Tencent's massive. They now have a minority stake in Ubisoft. That was how Ubisoft was able to avoid the hostile takeover. Um I mean, they've, they've got their fingers in everything. I mean, they control sort of, um, what is it, like game distribution in China. I think Tencent handles the majority of physical game releases in China. So, like, mm-hmm. they're fucking huge. Yeah, they're um, the big... What was the other one that uh, we talked about last week? No, there was one. There was a smaller one that Destiny teamed up with. Uh, NetEase is what oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. So it's like only a matter of time before Tencent buys them, and then they own everything again. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, NetEase is a Chinese um, internet-like provider. Oh, really? Yeah. Online services centered on content, community, communications, and commerce. Wow. It's pretty lame. Cool. <sighs> we'll move into uh, the next... Um, I mean, we all knew it was coming. WB was uh, talking about a, uh, like, oh, we have something new that's coming up. And then someone found a Hitman logo on their website. So, Mm -hmm. uh, but Hitman 2 is announced. Uh, 2, this is very confusing to me Mm -hmm. uh, because there already is a Hitman 2. Well, Um, this is the Hitman TM Dark Origins 2 at the beginning. Assassin of Everything uh, 5. Prepare to be Assassin 5, colon, um, the rectuming. But <laughs> The rectuming. Um, oh, my God. But, yeah, they, they, showed off, uh, they showed off a bit of their... Um, this is basically like they did uh, Hitman, and it was like a seasonal thing when they were with uh, Square. Mm-hmm. They got released from Square. It was a little unknown. Where are they going? What are they doing? Yeah. I can't believe they got their fucking game out of there that's amazing mm-hmm. um and not only did they take the game with them but they've signed a deal with wb games to make uh hitman 2 which would 
be kind of like the second season, but they're not doing it as an episodic seasonal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is. It looks like it is a single game that's coming out November thirteenth, uh, mm-hmm. coming to Xbox, PS4, Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Um, and there are several different things that I've seen so far. Um, including uh, 47 taking down a Target uh, at a motorsports event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the Target was a uh, driver, which was pretty insane. Um, there's also, uh, uh, you know, t- you know, tons of different uh, other um, hunts that you can do, uh, including if you pre-order, you can do this cooperative or single player if you, you don't want to go that route. Um assassination of a it, it looks like I think there are three people at this compound that mm-hmm. you have to take out during this wedding mm-hmm. and bonus points for taking out all the guards and tons of other stuff um, the thing that really excited me is the way that the enemies reacted when they got shot uh, mm-hmm. because if you're getting shot with a high powered sniper rifle mm-hmm. your body's not just going to fall over on the ground these people go flying right uh you hit the body and it's like they're hit by a small vehicle mm-hmm. um they go flying back and they use it to like hide the bodies like they're standing next to a water source you know take the shot the body goes flying back into the water mm-hmm. um and some other cool stuff uh there's tons of like hidden easter eggs they were talking about including uh their rubber ducks in agent 47 outfits mm-hmm. so they're wearing like a tuxedo and stuff and they're um Oh, yeah. And uh, there's there's that, there's garden gnomes, and then tons of, like, executable things that you can do, including, like, sniping uh, a base jumper out of the air. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there, there's a, a decent amount that we've already seen. I'm sure we'll see some more. Uh, we'll see probably something at E3 from these guys. Uh, so, yeah, that one looks pretty fun um, if yeah. you enjoyed uh, assassin, you know, assassin style games, and of course, Hitman. So, for sure, um, way more exciting than that, hands down. I don't think anybody would debate. Um, mm-hmm. There's go uh, so in Persona Four, there was like a like rhythm dance game that came out that was really popular. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're going to go ahead and port the Persona Three and Five uh, rhythm dance games to the U.S. Uh, I guess just to the West in general. Uh, in 2019, we're expecting those. Um, so yeah, we have that to look forward to. Um, I don't, this is almost like one of the, like, who asked for it? Uh, yeah. I mean, well, we'll just, these next two, this one, and then the next one, mm. uh, we'll just lump that into the who the fuck asked for it category. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm not inherently so, against it, but I'm definitely not inherently for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It's another one of those things that I've just, I'm not, um. Just I'm still not into Persona. I don't don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely this, recommend this, Persona Five. This doesn't help. Like it's Persona Five, I actually uh, like it's one of those games that's on my back, like my backlog of something that I want to pick up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I just see shit like this, and I'm like, see. This is why, this is why Japanese people can't have nice shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't want it. Two bombs wasn't <laughs> enough. Oh, <laughs> holy shit. Easy. Yikes. Oh, man. I, I Let me see. Nope. I don't think I can get that image in there of Hulk Hogan taking out. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
no, no, no. <laughs> Let's not do that. You know that uh, World War II directly caused anime. Let's roll right along. <laughs> let's roll right along. I like to hear the science behind it, but let's roll right along. It's not science, it's fact, baby. So, uh... Alright. Yes. The next one is... Who God the fuck for it? Yeah. Um, so apparently someone was like, hey, you know how everyone loved Jared Leto as Joker? Let's give him a spin-off movie. Um, nope. And then everyone threw up, and the throw up was black, so mm. they knew that they were septic. And uh, that was the end of that. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. So this is so much worse than than it, it seems like at the first look. So Warner Brothers wants to expand on Jared Leto's Joker. So it's um, you know the like gangster millennial Joker, I guess. Um, you know the one that appeared yeah. in Suicide Squad. But wait, it gets extremely way worse than that. <laughs> um, it's like if Macklemore was the Joker, <laughs> right? So they, uh, so the director is um, the guy that worked on The Hangover. Um, uh, I'm not uh, familiar with that. The Hangover, like Hangover One, Two, and Three. Yeah, no, I'm not familiar with him. Is what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, that's what uh, he's done. <laughs> Um, and then he's going to go on and, uh, they want to, they don't want, uh, Jared Leto to play the Joker. They are going to try to get Joaquin Phoenix to do it. So. Wait. What? So this isn't the same Joker then? No, it's the same Joker. It's, but they're, What? But it's just a different actor. Because why would you want any oh my God, consistency this, at all? It's so much worse than I thought it was going to be. Like, it's a it, lot that's worse. Not saying, like, why would Joaquin I, I, Phoenix I'm, do I'm that? a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan of Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Like, I, I like what he's done. Um, he's usually really like picky. Right, we're going to have to wait and see more on how this develops. Because there's something that's like kind of a miss on why they would... Yeah, I don't get it. It's, um, like it's it's like all fucked up and all around. It. Like <laughs> I, I I read earlier, um, and it was when we were kind of like doing some like research stuff for uh, for the podcast. But it was like there was an article that said the one mistake DC made in 2018, and I was like one. Yeah, like one this week. It's, yeah, and next week ain't looking too good either. Mm. You know. Yeah, it ain't looking good. I can tell you that. Rough. Cool. Let's jump back into something that doesn't make me uh, laugh. People, people still don't care about it, mm. but it's it, it. You know, they probably should. Yeah. Unlike the other one, people don't care about it, and they don't want to care about, it, and they shouldn't care about it. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, this one. Was, so yeah. and you know a ton it's, more uh, about this one than I yeah. Do. So we we had talked in the past about uh, where the water tastes like wine, kind of a. I don't know, like a narrative adventure game, I guess. Um, so it's a very interesting game. It's it's a sure. really interesting idea. Certainly, um, it was kind of done at a really like high level. Mm -hmm. um, so here we're looking at um, kind of 
uh, we'd had a news story in the past of like this game was not able to make back its investment. Um, but they're still working on it anyways. So, um, there's going to be 15 new stories. It looks like added for free in a, uh, just in a patch for the, where the water tastes like wine. Um, which is pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so there's some really good writers. Like a, a big part of the game is that the stories are all told by different writers. Um, which is really cool. It's like a vignette game. Um, so you just get a bunch of different little stories and you're kind of traveling around. You're like the skeleton that's just checking out some cool shit and seeing what's going on over here. Right. <laughs> which is like this sort of my dream of a game. Um, <laughs> they have your body type. <laughs> yeah, definitely my body type. I like a lot of what it's doing. So I'm, I'm really happy. Um, there's going to be some more of this. Hopefully it's able to capture attention again. Cause like you said, people really weren't paying attention and, um, you know, it's definitely like a weird, like I can see why this game wouldn't like blow up and dominate steam or whatever. Right. But it's really that weird. art style. That art style should though. I, that's the one thing I don't, yeah. get. it's like the art style is so, I mean, it didn't, good, like, man. it didn't flop. It like completely fucked. Like, yeah, it was like, just it didn't, it, it, there was like, what was it? It was like 5,000 total copies sold or something like that. Like yeah. horrible. It's like um, definitely a game over situation. Yeah. So I, it's, it's kind of shocking that, uh, they even continued to develop, which is great. Cause I mean, at this point you've invested enough that you might as well like get the whole idea of your game, like all the way out and then, you know, see where it goes from there sort of. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, it, it's not like you can like, it's not really unfuckable at this point. Yeah, I mean, they've already, like, the, you know, the the bed's already been made, mm. and there's a big shit in it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so, there isn't much you can do about that, but it is cool to see that they're, like, there's some sort of support happening. They're mm. like, well, we're already done with this, let's, let's release it. And it's crazy to me um, that it only sold that many copies. I mean, right now, uh, you can buy the... Um, it's it's part of the daily deal on Steam, thirty percent off. You can get it for thirteen ninety nine, or oh. you can buy the Wayfair edition uh, for twenty bucks. Yeah, comes with a whole bunch of bundled stuff, um, and uh, then there's um, a, like I guess the soundtrack you can buy. All of the all of the reviews are very positive. All of the recent reviews are very positive. Mm-hmm. I mean it. It's crazy to me that it just it just wasn't supported. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. The only negative uh, review that I see here, looking through, just mm-hmm. says slow. And they didn't even spell it slow. S-L-O? Instead of an, yeah. No, no, no. They put a semicolon instead of an L. Oh, nailed it. Huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. There, there's two negatives on just like scrolling through really quick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, sh- it probably should have done a lot better. Uh Hopefully we'll see something happen. Like maybe some good will come out of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then this will be like their, like, like what else have these guys done? Um, well, one of the, uh, the, the main programmer that kind of started the company was a member of um, the, uh, helped work on Gone Home. I think it was the main programmer on Gone Home. Uh, he also okay. worked on so- Bioshock Dose. Uh, Dimbald Games, like, yeah. what else have they made? Anything well, at all? Just, just this. Um, okay, so, I mean, this could be, like, okay, well, Dimbald 
games was where we started and this is what we had. Mm. This was the game we made. It was fucked. But now we're back and we've created this, you know, we, you know, we've learned, we've, you know, quote, learned from our mistakes and mm. we're creating, um, you know, this next, you know, the next thing could be huge. Yeah. You know, e- even though this company flopped. Right. And this game flopped. Mm. I don't know. I, I really hope, like, because, you know, I, I hate seeing this happen, but I love seeing things like that happen now. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, they, you know, they screwed it, nobody bought it, but now people know about it, and when it comes back, like, they can have that tagline. Remember that game you didn't buy? Where yeah. the powder tastes like wine? Well, here's, That's you know, this is our new company, <laughs> and this is going to be awesome. Yeah, I, I, um, I definitely, like, I want to see more. Um, I think their downfall is people just, marketing didn't. Well, there was like there was almost no marketing for it. Yeah. Yeah. If if people had seen this art style, the art community would have lost their shit mm-hmm. and bought it for sure. Like it's so like macabre and different too. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole other thing there. You know, there, there's a lot of communities for this. Yeah. All right. It, it's definitely. That, um, that, yeah. Fifteen new stories is a lot, though. It, it, so, yeah, it is. I hope they find some more success. I hope that it kind of catches on and at least gets its core market of like 10,000 people. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. Well, we've talked about him a healthy amount, so I can't yeah. feel like we're the only one that's talking about him. You know what I mean? Hopefully. Um, so even if you fail, you know, and people start talking about it, like, look how bad this epically failed. Yeah, that's something. People are still talking about it. It's still something. Right. Damn, so. look at that pair's like thick ass on the right. Holy uh-huh. shit, I didn't notice that before. Right. <laughs> uh, showing. Uh, let's jump into uh, something that I don't know is going to get a lot of people in trouble. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Me included. Bungie announced uh, Destiny 2's Forsaken expansion, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I mean, there's they they released um, this official reveal video. Uh, that is roughly like 10 minutes long, uh, where they talk about everything that's going to be happening with this. Uh, so, you know, just to give you a quick rundown, I guess off the top of my head about cool things that are happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the first things that I know, you know, I remember happening is, or I remember them talking about is, uh, this new play style. It's a, uh, like it's 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 a PV you know PVP uh, where there are two teams and they kind of stand across from each other. They go into okay. different domes and they can like taunt each other and stuff like that. And then they go into their like specific dome and they're collecting these like holograms mm-hmm. and they're loading it into this um, this bank to store all their holograms. So you go out and you kill a bunch of uh, enemies. You bring the holograms back to your bank and it banks those holograms and then if you drop i think you drop all your holograms but if you manage to bank the holograms um it it launches uh like almost a tetris like head-to-head tetris style where it would drop all the shit on your enemy Mm -hmm. it launches attacks on your enemy okay and on top of that um once the i think it's the person the the group and the mode is called gambit once you've uh banked enough uh, holograms to call in your, like, final boss, mm-hmm. and you defeat it, 
you're the winner. But the cool thing is, um, did you ever do the very first raid uh, uh, with us in Destiny? Of the first Destiny, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you remember when we had to go through that portal and we were trying to figure that shit out? Yeah. It's like that. A portal shows up, and you can send one of your teammates through this portal, mm-hmm. and they go into the other team's arena oh, and just shit. start fucking them up. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, it's super yeah, cool. cool. It's 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 an interesting mode that um, I don't know if that mode has ever been done before. Yeah. In anything PvP, and that's what we're seeing actually right now. But you know, someone just flies through this portal, launching rockets, um, making them drop all their uh, holograms or whatever they are, the engrams. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, they said they've done a lot of playtesting with it. No, like people who aren't even into PvP love this mode. Okay. Because it's like, you know, they'll, they'll get in there. It's, it is. It's like you're doing a cooperative thing. But guess what? Another team's doing a cooperative thing. Well, and you it's, guys it's are going head-to-head. sort of PvE, almost. Yeah, it's like, it's like PvE chaos mode. Right. Like, it's super interesting. That sounds um, pretty cool. Then, then they've talked about, of course, um, new, uh, like new special right. abilities. Of course. Um, they talked about the Dreaming City, which is a new landmass. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. uh, some, it looks like some new story based stuff. Uh, they, early on, they showed some, uh, new, like, like higher enemies, mm-hmm. uh, like that have different abilities. Some of them look pretty cool. They have like, one of them carries around a lantern that's yeah. on fire on the end of a chain oh, and they kind of swing it around. Yeah. Um, like the, like a sensor. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Cool. Um, and then. They've also shown off that they're giving you the ability to play, uh, like, I think you can upgrade your gear like you did in the first one, if you'd like. But mm-hmm. if not, you can upgrade, like, in the second one. Um, and you can track all the gear and weapons that you've gathered mm-hmm. through, a uh, like, a collectible screen. That's pretty cool. And then you can look at the collectibles and be like, oh, I don't have this one. Yeah. What is it going to take for me to get that one? And as well, I believe they're putting the lore finally in the game. Oh, wow. So you wow. can go Holy through cow. and actually check out all of that. Um, so, I mean, the biggest thing with this one is, uh, like, we're listening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is what we're doing. But then again, I mean, we've done this. We were just talking about it before. We've done this with them several through times. two other games. Yeah. You know, we've done it through two games now. Yeah. And playing Destiny originally was, I think, a lot of fun. I had fun mm-hmm. with it originally. Mm-hmm. And then when they started announcing the expansions, um, I mean, it just drove you right into, like, downtown Shitsville. Right. Like, you're like, oh, I have to do this. And if I don't do it, this game is useless for me. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. And, I mean, that's not changing. Um, no. You know, you still have to buy all of the Destiny 2 expansions to pick up uh, Forsaken. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, and they showed off a new weapon, too. I forgot about that. Um, a composite bow. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, the composite cool. bow is incredibly powerful, though. It's like a one-hit kill. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I don't know how... Uh, it, it might not be a one-hit kill, but it's certainly looking that way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you're a big... Uh, you know, if, you, if you're a big old Destiny fan, um, you know, we're not going to... You know, we're not going to sell you on it or anything. Right. But. Yeah, I think if you've, you know, uh, if, if you've been playing. You know, if, um, yeah, if you've been. If you've been playing Destiny 2 and enjoying it or whatever, like, 
obviously like it's for you. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to tell yeah. anybody not to play it, even if they like it, but sure. I like, I do not think this is going to bring anybody else in. Um, I just can't see this as like a selling tool. I think, th- I think what this will do though, is it'll have people who are kind of interested, you know, like, Oh, I have it. You know, I'm an, ex- you know, I'm like a DLC pack behind. So I'll grab this DLC pack. That'll give me more. And then I'll get forsaken because it looks like it's changing the game. The people who do that, and then they talk their friends into getting the game. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be the uh, like the selling point. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, looking at it, it looks good, but I've just been burned by these guys before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, it's a you know I'm good. I think um, I, I don't need that mm-hmm. kind of thing, but. It looks like they are turning uh, turning it around. And these guys, like, listening to them talk about the game, they're excited about their game. They're yeah. very excited about their game. So yeah, uh, this, I, really, that's great. I, I really recommend going to check out the Destiny 2 Forsaken official trailer uh, over on YouTube. You can check it out. It's just on Destiny. Uh, Destiny Game Verified. Um, it, it's an impressive 10 minutes, uh, you know, a 10-minute look at what they're doing with this. Um mm-hmm. And, like, you know, even though I'm not excited, it looks great. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, you can go ahead and take that news and do what you will with it, mm-hmm. I guess. Cool. Uh, on to some other exciting news. Uh, Hell, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so there was a... Like, I, I feel like Blizzard is kind of caught with their pants down a lot with, like, their hiring. Because it seems like we go to Blizzard a lot for this. Well, I, I feel like they do this on purpose now. It's possible. Originally, it might have been like, oh, shit. But now it's a, okay, so this is how we're going to kind of announce our game. Right. There's literally a yeah. job ad that says, we're working on a new unannounced Diablo project. <laughs> really? Uh, unannounced like, project. Yeah. Um, just announced it. Diablo. They just put Diablo right next to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dungeon Artist, comma Diabler. It's crazy. Um, but, you know, they're looking for... And we were talking about this, too, as someone who looks through a lot of, like, especially environment artist uh, mm-hmm. jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they look for people who are not, you know... They, like they're, A lot of companies are like, oh, we want someone who is, you know, has seven years of working experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but these guys are like three years of experience, you know, with building in, you know, whether it be Maya, ZBrush, doing Substance Painter, um, and stuff like that. But then you kind of go through and you kind of feel the, like, the weight of what you'd be doing with this job, uh, Mm -hmm. especially when you come down to, uh, like, right about here, ability to mentor junior environment artists and Mm -hmm. provide meaningful... So you're almost an art lead, in this case, nearly. You're, yeah. yeah, you're leading junior artists into where they, and some companies have different hierarchies, but, uh, but yeah, that is exciting. They're working on something Diablo. Oh yeah. So um, hopefully they've taken the constructive criticism of three. Uh, and three was and really we'll see good. Where that goes. I mean, three, three was good. Um, it just I don't think it had the. Staying power. It didn't have the same power. Like, like people left. And, you know what I mean? Yep. Went back to two. Um, so that's interesting. 
Cool. Speaking of interesting, uh, this next one is all you. You're really big with uh, Paradox, right? Hell yeah. So um, Paradox, <laughs> they've uh, published most of Harebrain Schemes games, uh, you know, including like the Shadow Runs, the uh, most recent Battletech. Battletech. They're going to go ahead and just pick them up. Why not? Um, so, uh, you know, it's a Seattle-based studio, Harebrain Schemes. Um, not mm-hmm. going to be part of the, you know, the Paradox brand, I guess, uh, officially, rather than just being, um, you know, published through them. Uh, so right. we got a quote from uh, Paradox CEO, Frederick Vester. Uh, Hairbrain Schemes has proven themselves as a world-class studio with a very talented team in a genre where Paradox wants to be present. In addition, we really like the studio, the people who run it, and their games. Uh, these are all about hard criteria. Uh, these are all absolute hard criteria for us in any acquisition. Our recent successful launch of Battletech, has been fantastic collaboration, but the possibilities of what we can do together in the long term now that we've joined forces, that's what has us truly excited. So that's sick. Nice. I mean, uh, it's really cool. Um, <clears throat> it looks like they uh, they spent 7.5 mil to acquire the studio. Tidy. Which now fully just operates as a division within the company. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that, that, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that, that's, that's the kind of collaboration... Slash, we pick these guys up that you want to see. Right. So, um, good news on that front, I think. I, I think we'll see a lot more of... Uh, I think we'll see a lot more wild ideas coming out of Hairbrain Schemes uh, <laughs> here soon. Which is going to be cool. Yeah, hopefully. And maybe maybe you guys will finally get a new Crusader Kings. God, if I maybe. don't get Crusader Kings 3, I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> Oh, son of a bitch. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So, just like I said, we finally got the fourth trailer introducing the fourth character for uh, Overkill's The Walking Dead. Um, And holy shit, is it a whirlwind of a ride. Um, This, like, we've watched uh, three others of these now. One with the... Uh, the, the first guy that we saw who was uh, like an architect walking around uh, DC and then, you know, kind of zooms in on his eyes and stuff just deteriorates. And next thing you know, he's carrying a backpack and beating up zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, second one was about a girl um, as a, like a, uh, like a nurse to a doctor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her and the doctor have to fight off the waves of zombies because they work in a hospital. Uh, you know, and that would be the first place that was hit. They fight him off, but the doctor's been bit, so she has to kill him. Yep. Um, and you have to do that struggle. Uh, the third one was about an older gentleman uh, who was looking for his uh, granddaughter, I think. Mm-hmm. And he sits in the car with a zombie and just talks basically to the zombie because he's probably rather lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, and the zombie's seatbelt in, it doesn't have a bottom jaw, so it can't bite. So it's not really a big deal. This one is about another younger girl um, just doing some casual shopping where she gets basically jumped by three people, uh, pushes one of them, one of their heads into a uh, uh, a dairy freezer mm-hmm. glass, and it cuts that girl, the girl that she shoves into its throat. She shoots, picks up that girl's gun, shoots one of the other guys in the stomach, and then the other guy just trashes her, mm-hmm. uh, knocks her to the floor, just kicks the shit out of her. Damn. Um, she's just laying there bleeding, and you're like, well, this could be it for her. But she's one of the characters, so not very likely. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And the two guys, the guy who was gut shot and then the other guy, uh, they escape the store. And she finds them in an alley with a gate. Um, she walks up as they're looking through her bag. And she points a gun at them. Mm-hmm. And then shoots a flare down the alley. And then she locks the gate. That's pretty cool, and, isn't it? And uh, wow. as you start to see zombies come out of the flare smoke, he's like, give me the key. Give me the key. And she's like, give me my bag. And the dude chucks the bag over. She drops the key on the ground and just walks off. Damn. Cold as fucking ice. Oh, yeah. Um, But, I mean, it's one of those things. I wonder how morality is going to really come into this Mm -hmm. game. I wonder if there will be any at all or if it'll just be, you know, your standard. We were talking about Left 4 Dead style games. Um, I wonder if this will be... Your standard Left 4 Dead style of game. I know they each have their own story. I just don't know how open this game is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it could be really great if this was a big open world uh, thing where you kind of just get to, you know, wander around. But there, you know, once you get on a path, you, you know, you can follow that, you know, that thread. Yeah. So, um, looking really promising. Like I said, uh, weeks and weeks and weeks ago, they're going to release their fourth one right up at the near E3, right before E3, so they can talk about it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where they're going to be talking about this, but I imagine they'll be on the floor somewhere. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited to see more. Uh, I don't know if we got a release date. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't think we do yet. Yeah, uh, not anything that just we didn't fall. truly trust, I don't think, yet. Yeah, it says, uh, I think it just says fall. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so yeah, be, you know, definitely keep an eye out on, uh, Overkill's The Walking Dead. Uh, Overkill made Payday, and, uh, uh I think they made one of the, I think they did an offshoot of, like, a like a Civil War, uh, version of Payday, right? Mm-hmm. It was something like a... Yeah. Um, like an older shooter. World War II. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but mainly they're known for Payday. Now they're working on a Walking Dead game. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, that one's catching my attention. And then uh, yeah. every once in a while, you know, you just got some weird shit going on. Why not? Uh, Far Cry is definitely known for that, if you remember the Blood Dragon series. Their DLC for uh, all of their games are great. Yeah. So Far Cry 5 doesn't want to be left behind on that. They're going to go ahead and... Uh, Throw out, uh, this came out, I guess, uh, probably Thursday or Tuesday uh, this past week. Hours mm-hmm. of Darkness, which is um, Vietnam War themed DLC. Um, so, you, uh, in the DLC, you are going to be obviously a unique, you know, a different character. Um, you're freeing prisoners using era appropriate weaponry in the jungles of Vietnam. There's a new perk system. Um, you get a, kind of more bonuses. It's a little, leans a little bit more towards stealth and like, sudden like shock attacks um mm-hmm. so the dlc by itself it's it's not standalone as far as i know but uh yeah i don't think it is you know far cry is kind of known for game. doing that so that might happen in the future but um it's a uh, 12 dollars if you pick just this up or of course it was in the uh you know season pass or the gold edition um yeah and i, I will say if you're into this kind of stuff um Pick up Far Cry and pick up the Season Pass. Far Cry was a great game. Season Pass is chock full of ridiculous... Like, the game's done, like I said before. Mm -hmm. Now let's just... They're just having fun. 
like with their engine. So that it, it that's just awesome to see. Like yeah. I'm like, yes, I support that. Yep. Um But yeah, uh I, I did an entire let's play of uh uh Far Cry five over on uh, my stream so if you need any incentive into uh, buying the game you can go uh, check that out over there if you'd like um, and the DLC I'm not sure if I'll be getting into the DLC it's mm -hmm. something that's on my uh, my backlog Yeah, but you know definitely a cool thing and there's more to come so we'll keep, a, we'll keep an eye out for that mm -hmm. cool and then we got some sad news I don't oh, know. Is it sad? Um, I can't tell. So yeah, uh, 2K has uh, kind of made this announcement for Evolve. Um, the Evolve dedicated servers are going to be shutting down September 3rd of this year. Um, so ranked leaderboards, in-game store is all going to go away. Um, stage 2 is going to go away. Um, what? Uh, there was like a free-to-play Evolve. Was, was that part of stage two? Um, the free-to-play PC version of all stage two right. will not be Okay, playable. so yeah, that's going to um, die. Um, people yeah, that so bought the original a, was Legacy. Yeah, that's going to become Legacy, right. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. No, I thought that's what they were. Yeah, so I, yeah, yeah, the, the original retail box copy is going to turn into Evolve, uh, Legacy Evolve. Which is still playable. And everything you've already purchased will exist still. Um, but, uh, you know, the, so the peer to peer multiplayer will still exist. You can team up, you can do matchmaking and everything. One person will be a host. Um, quick play, all that. What's going away is your player profile data, uh, the ranked mode, which is called Hunt. Uh, leaderboards are going away. The in-game store is going away. The news feeds are going away. The player badges will be going away. Um, so it's actually cool that they're setting up all this ability for the game to continue, considering that yeah, a lot of online though, games just vanish now. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, mm -hmm. They say be sure to spend your in-game currency uh, as the store is closing, along with the servers on September third. Yeah. Um, so and you'll still have access to all that stuff, like like we said. It's mm -hmm. just kind of getting rid of all of the all of the numbers um, and the store and newsfeed and stuff right. like that. You know, all the um, yeah. At least they're they're being really uh, really cool about it instead of it just like poof gone. Yeah. Cool. Um, and we were planning a shorter podcast this week. It's actually kind of gone. Actually, on. this isn't Normal too, too bad of a, a length. Yeah. Um, so we're going to release this one a little bit early, and then you'll expect another one probably by Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Talking more about E3, um, join us for E3 for sure. Um, and you'll get a look at things like uh, we're talking about next. Um, yeah. Sony did a roadmap uh, or a road to E3 2018. Um, I think it was, I thought it was seven days, but I think it was actually five days. Okay. Um, five days out from their E3 press conference. Yeah. Uh, and like I uh, mentioned before, uh, you can go over and you can kind of follow that live.playstation.com. Um, and uh, you can, you can, you know, take part in it. You can also watch here if you want. Um, but I really recommend watching here because we'll be doing a, you know, a live chat about everything and we'll be showing off the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And you'll be able to interact with us and, you know, cast your opinion and talk with us. So that's cool. Um, but, 
all the way, you know, uh, leading up those five days, they're announcing something new every single day. Um, the first day was uh, Tetris Effect, uh, which turns out is a real freaking thing. I had oh, no it's a idea. Real thing, right? um, it's a fingering. It's it's it, 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 it's when you do something for so long, you start to see patterns in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's kind of named after Tetris, where you you know, if you play Tetris so long, you start to see things in that square grid and where things kind of like fall and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but Tetris Effect is a uh, PlayStation 4 slash PSVR mode included game uh, of Tetris. Uh, So it has like very vibrant and unique looking backgrounds um, with your standard Tetris board. So like when you destroy a row, it kind of explodes into this like stardust pixely looking thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but I think ultimately it's a standard just Tetris game. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, Tetris still kicking. So. If uh, you know if that's your jam, and and you know you're you're if you're basically almost Ashley who's in the other room, mm-hmm. um, this this is probably a, a big thing for you. Um, as well, we were talking earlier about uh, um, State of Decay. This is basically Sony's answer to State of Decay: Days Gone. Um, it's very different though. Uh, it's just a lot of people are like this, you know, a lot of times it's what game is the answer to the game on the other console? You know what I mean? Right. And a lot of people are like, this is the answer. But to me, this feels like something a little bit closer to, uh, uh, like Left 4 Dead. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, it is very different, but, um, it is a zombie game from the guys at Ben Studio who are known for, what was it, Siphon Filter? Yeah. Um, so this is their first game in a really long time. It got a release date of February 22nd, 2019. Um, so, you know, we finally have an idea. You can actually find a healthy amount of gameplay uh, of this. A lot of the bigger companies have went out and uh, uh, had the chance to go hands-on at their studio. Mm-hmm. But the game looks cool. And it looks it looks good. Um, if you're into... Uh, if you're into zombies, if you're into... Uh, um, solids being kind of like liquids. These zombies that mm. they were showing in the one trailer looked like they were pouring out like a liquid, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and if you're into uh, Sons of Anarchy or Daryl from The Walking Dead, uh, mm. I feel like this is going to be your jam. Daryl. Daryl. Um, but yeah, I mean, all the gameplay I've seen so far looks great. It's cool that they have a release date. They probably wanted to get that out there. Uh, yeah. so they weren't taking up stage time with it because they'll probably do a, uh, uh, at E3, they'll probably be someone playing this game, making decisions and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, uh, on stage. So definitely good times. And then the last little bit that we have, uh, since we're only, uh, you know, it's, it's, we're recording this as of the 8th, so we still have the 9th and the 10th. But the last piece that we have is uh, a new game by uh, Don't Nod, right? Yeah. The guys who just literally Vampire. just popped Vampire out. They're like, here's a game that we're working on called Twin Mirror. Um, <laughs> I feel like this is something, like I was saying earlier when I was watching it, I feel like I should already know something about this game. Mm-hmm. But I, I have no idea, uh, even watching the first trailer, so it's kind of confusing. Um, you were saying it 
has like a, a Twin Peaks. It definitely feel. gives me a Twin Peaks vibe. And usually, if you put Twin in the name, you know what you're doing at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. So it, it kind of has that. It has, to me, it has that feel of uh, kind of like Silent Hill. Not saying it's a horror game or anything, mm-hmm. um, but where there is like another reality and things are happening there and you can kind of like cross in between. Mm-hmm. Um, so from what I've gathered, this guy, you know, wakes up shirtless in this hotel room and he's like, I have no idea what happened. So he's trying to piece Same. it together and it, which has happened to me several times. Right. Um, I mean, you can't, can't take me to the red light district and not expect that. To happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Green light district. Pants are optional. That's true. If they give you the green light and the red light, then you're good to go. Mm, then you're going to hit the brown light? Uh-huh. I'd like to thank and, my uh, family. <laughs> Namkai Bamco is the... Namkai Bamco? They're the bros that's uh, Hell yeah. um, pushing that old game out. They know what to do. But, yeah, like I, I don't have a ton of information on Twin Mirror. Um, if it's something that looks interesting to you, because it definitely looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys at Don't Not are really, they're showing out, they're flexing their muscles when they're talking, when they're doing storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can really tell that this is like a, definitely a storytelling game. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, who knows? Uh, I, I really hope in the future that they work on their gameplay a bit more mm-hmm. because I love their storytelling. I mean, they're, I mean, they're known for great things, but. Uh, if they try to throw in some combat and stuff, things start to fall apart a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, but not saying that Vampire is bad, not saying that, you know, this isn't going to evolve somehow into something different. So, evolve too. Um, evolve too. More evolved. Um, but yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much all we have. Uh, we have an entire roadmap. You can check it out over on Twitter of everything that's happening conference uh you know here's you know we're on the east coast working out of that new york time slot mm-hmm. um so you can join us join us for our first conference uh tomorrow myself and filter cord to uh, we'll probably be ready to go closer to 1 p.m mm-hmm. um but we're gonna have a a little pre-show talking about you know some of the things that we've you know seen throughout the um uh like early hours of the conference and then we'll watch the conference together and then do like a little post thing, talk about things we like, things we didn't like, and then we'll kill it uh, for Saturday and then we'll come back Sunday. We have Microsoft and Bethesda one at four and then one at nine thirty PM nice. um, doing a, uh, doing a pre-show before both of those as well. We'll have uh, Ed's X-Wing who joined us last year and then a pasty boss man is joining us uh, for the first time this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's joining us for Bethesda. Uh, cool. And then we'll be back again Monday with Square, Ubisoft, and Sony, 1 p.m., 4 p.m., and 9 p.m. Uh, we'll have Ed and Pacey with us on those as well. Yeah. And then, uh, and, and like I said, Monday, that's June 11th. And then Tuesday, June 12th, uh, Filter Cord and myself doing uh, the Nintendo Treehouse. Um, we're going to have to do a little bit more research. It says the presentation starts at noon. I'm not sure if that's exactly true. It might be starting closer to one, mm-hmm. depending on this tournament stuff. Uh, you know, we don't want to watch, uh, waste your guys' time with watching um, a tournament. Right. We want to actually right. get to the core of the stuff. Um, I don't expect that one to be long, but every single one of these, you can expect a pre-show, a small post-show, mm-hmm. um, just talking about what we're excited about. Um, 
Sunday and Monday is going to be really interesting because there are several shows all happening, um, you know, back to back. So uh, we'll see how this works out. And I hope some of you guys join us for that. Uh, turn on the notifications so you know we do go live throughout the week. We don't we don't go live on this channel a lot. We go hmm. live once a week for yeah. our podcast. Yeah. Um, E3 will go live several times just because, you know, we're showing off each of the, the shows. Um the presentations, and then uh, sometimes we go live for D&D, which we've been putting off. It's kind of got thrown off by E3 right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But we'll be back with that, too. So uh, just definitely for E3, tag that notification on button. Come back, chat with us about all the upcoming cool stuff, and uh, just basically get excited for you know, the future of video games, which is what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can uh, make sure that you know all of this by following us on Twitter at Mammoth Games, Inc. Um, and you can see when we go live, playing other games, too. Uh, just like uh, Vampire, I've been doing a uh, Let's Play of that. And then, of course, everything else that's small in between all of the shows and all of that, uh, you can check that out uh, at facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games, Inc. We'll be talking about all of the little side stuff, stuff that happens on the PC show, stuff that happens on the floor. Um, actually, do we have Drake... Uh, on the floor of the show, is he going to come back and chop? I'm not sure. After I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't, ta- I haven't, haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah. Cool. Um, but we'll be talking about a ton of cool stuff over here. And plus, you can get uh, this is the best way to just chat with us, um, get early access look at the PlayStation Plus lineup, and several other things. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we like uh, just um, get you guys all the information that you need to know for E3 2018. Um, but until next time, guys, thank you for hanging out. I'm Night Swarm. And I'm Filter Cord. Have a good one. Uh-huh.